Sup, Powerful Nonsenses? Hello. We are back in your ear holes for another episode of the Powerful Nonsense Podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, my name is Wayne Ingram. And I'm Jemmy Orders. I almost went a little bit Alan Partridge. I don't know what that accent was. I don't, well, Alan Partridge, I don't even know if it was Alan Partridge. Who knows? So, today we're talking personal brand. Uh, and whether or not people should have one. And why it's important to have one. Shall we mention? Shall we mention the the, the talk? Yes, I think did? so. Yeah. So uh, this came about because uh, we were delivering a talk, which you will have heard some of the. Well, it's more of a Q and A. You will have heard some of those that were in the feed uh, a couple the of weeks last ago. Last couple of weeks, yeah. Um, and one of the students there was looking to go into the uh, occupational therapy arena. If, I, if memory recalls. Um, and he was asking whether or not it was worth having a personal brand as an occupational therapist because, like, why would he need one? Because it's a medical, semi-medical field. Or, well, it later transpired that actually he wanted to go into the corporate arena, in which case I was like, well, definitely hell yes. But at first I thought it was more kind of the, the slightly more medical uh, angle of it. Um, but the answer was still pretty much a, Hell yes, because you need to differentiate yourself. Um, so yeah, so in this episode, we just kind of wanted to dive into that as a general concept and why it is advantageous to have a personal brand. Yeah, I've always been a fan of the book Key Person of Influence by Daniel Priestley. So whenever I hear anybody ask this question, number one, I just say, look, check out that book. But on the other side, it's just nowadays with competition so high. I mean, we only just did the episode about the um, AI doing interviews. And I think nowadays, if social media is being analyzed, if there's so many people going after that one job, then I think it's only your personal brand that is the thing that's going to make you stand out from other people. The one big problem I have with people when they think of personal brand is them just kind of like copying someone who's kind of known mm. for that thing rather than just be realizing like you don't have to have a million followers because you're an occupational therapist or you don't have to, I don't know, have a YouTube channel where you just show yourself doing occupational therapy, stuff like that. At the end of the day, it's about creating content, which again is how you have a personal brand is to put yourself out there that people know of you um, it, for that arena that you're known for. I mean, when we did the podcast, I probably posted a lot more, but you could tell what things we were interested in, what articles I was sharing on the Twitter and stuff like that. And so a personal brand is just something there that kind of backs up what you do in sort of more so in the digital realm, because I think mm. back in the day, I can't imagine where you'd know someone probably in the village who's the uh, the butcher, whereas nowadays it's kind of like, well, your personal brand is put out through the digital landscape in which we kind of mm-hmm. judge each other anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 funny, actually, that you bring up the whole village thing because w- what you kind of end up with on social media, for example, and online is a kind of self-populated village. Um, your Facebook feed is a village. Um, and if you have mutual... Uh, friends then pe- those mutual friends that are in your village are also see uh, what are in the other people's villages and you'll see what's in their village and so then you start sharing resources much like a village would have done back in the day except it's a lot more complicated and much more like a web hence the it's, world wide web but ju- just want to jump in on that it's just really what you've just said it really reminds me you know, like when people put onto like a Facebook feed is like can somebody tag a graphic designer they know 
And it's like, mm-hmm. well, if your personal brand on your social media was always sharing like pieces of art where you've designed something for a company or you've posted your latest little sketch you've done, uh-huh. then in that sort of village online, everyone goes, well, I don't really know this person well, but I've seen that they are a graphic designer yeah. and they might just tag that person in in mm-hmm. the same way that I know when people have seen like, I know you don't always enjoy it when people do it, when someone's seen like an audition going on and they're like, oh, this theatre company wants people to audition and they'll tag Wayne because, uh-huh. well, they know Wayne's an actor or they'll tag Jen because he might be interested in this thing about veganism. It's kind of, you build that sort of, like you say, that sort of digital village brand of mm-hmm. yourself, which then people now say, well, I know you share this kind of stuff, which is why I thought you might be interested mm-hmm. in. X, y, well, as, as an example that springs to mind, my uh, ex-girlfriend from God over well, about 10 years ago uh, got married uh, about a month ago. And um, <laughs> little did I know, because she failed to share this information with me, but my little sister was hired as the photographer for the wedding. Okay. Um, and my sister wasn't doing her photography when I was dating uh, this woman. Um and yeah, but because my sister's made an effort to build a personal brand online. And you probably liked a few of her pictures she shared. Yeah, and, and I mean, they were friends on Facebook anyway, regardless. But yeah. the point is, that personal brand building has resulted in a, a job. job. Yeah. Um, and particularly if you are freelancing, particularly you need to build a personal brand. But even it's getting to the point now where even the employers are... Because, yeah, you can write a CV, sure. And you could say, I've got this experience, I've got that experience. But if you, ha- if you haven't got the portfolio to back it up, they're going to go with somebody that's got the portfolio to back it up over somebody that's just written on their CV. Trust me, I can do this. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and what having a personal brand does is it creates a very in-depth, very complex portfolio. It's more of like a web around the things you do. Yeah. And, and you know, if, for example... Um, I'll use myself as an example, right? So you, if you were to go onto my website or into my social media and you were like, okay, I, I feel like I want to hire this, act, hire this actor, but can he do Shakespeare? And you typed Shakespeare into, say, my YouTube channel, you would get a couple of results and then you'd be able to judge whether or not I can do Shakespeare without having to bring me in for an initial audition. And then you could say, okay, well, now we've shortlisted him and go around the entire process uh again kind of fits in with the whole ai thing with and and being using social media to as part of the hiring process it's a reality that that is happening and therefore you should place yourself in the market ready to take that opportunity because as much as we might kick and scream and say oh it's probably not right that social media should be being used to uh, in the hiring process the point is it is being used in the hiring process and you're only going to by being idealistic about it you're only going to place yourself in a weaker position than the person that goes yeah it is happening i'm not sure i'm happy about it but you know what i've built a personal brand anyway so it's going to benefit me in the long run exactly and so some practical advice i would say to people is put content out there don't overthink it and put it on all the channels. I think if you put it on LinkedIn is an amazing one, especially if you're a mm. career person or you are a freelancer. I think on there, especially when you see that same person posting certain content before long, you're getting tagged in things. You're getting picked up because you've maybe like tagged a certain phrase or someone shares your article, which now they've got clout in that arena. It goes out to a lot more people or just creating video content where you're sharing advice. Because like Wayne says, like someone might, number one, look at your CV think, Oh, that's good. And you've got a link to your, a YouTube channel and they think, wow, he's really like spent a lot of time. It says a lot about your character as well. If you're sharing a lot of content, Um, one resource that I think Wayne, it might be good to share is the one that, you know, the Gary V one that you're following and maybe how 
people could find. Oh, the, con- the Gary Vee content model. Yeah. Would you say that would be something useful for a sort of a personal brand or could they kind of water that down a little bit? Without it being too kind of like cheesy is what uh, I'm worried about. Uh, as a starting point, I don't know if that is a good place to start, to okay. be honest. Um, I mean, check it out. The Gary Vee content model or the Gary Vaynerchuk content model. If you search for either of those on Google, you'll, you'll, you'll get a breakdown of it. You'll be able to find it. But I don't know if that's the right place to start. If you've if you've already established a personal brand and you and now you're thinking okay what content do I put out there then yes that's probably a good place to start but if if you haven't even thought about personal brand and you're let's say in this student's shoes and kind of gone I don't even know if I need one then I think something like key person of influence or crushing it by Gary V would be a better place to start. Um, and it might just mean like posting a few you, pictures of stuff you're interested. If you're a photographer, just share a few of your photos. That's it, because I think the problem with the Gary V content model, if you're starting out, it's very overwhelming. It's a bit overwhelming. Like, like you I'm go try- from zero to all of that content. Yeah, I'm it. trying to follow it at the minute because I'm now really trying to hone in on building my personal brand now and I can't keep up with it. And I'm I'm putting things out here and there. I mean, there's, I have no time right now, but um, <laughs> I'm desperately trying to follow it and it's still very time consuming. And I think you if you start there then i think you'll run out of gas very 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 quickly so sort of choose a singular channel and just start there yeah initially. just start there and then as as the thing starts to grow and as you start kind of going okay i don't really know what content to put out there and, and once you've exhausted the obvious things because if you can't come up with some obvious things to begin with to be posting about then you're probably not in a great position to be building a personal brand anyway but so once you've exhausted all of those then start looking at the gary v content model I would say. And for someone out there who's kind of like, well, I'm in a career, I've never had to kind of create an Instagram to get myself my admin job and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just always think slightly ahead. You might yeah. not do it now. You might be secure in how you've been getting your roles. Yeah. But And also, is the admin job really what you want? <laughs> is that really what you want to be spending all your time doing? Because the thing about personal brand is it doesn't have to be just about your job. That's where it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. That is where it is absolutely brilliant. Because it builds out a bit more of a As an example... Picture. Uh, I had a workshop with a um, film director about a week ago who revealed to the whole class that he was a Jets fan. Oh, and I was yeah. I was this close to being like, you don't happen to be a Gary Vaynerchuk fan as well, do you? And if he wasn't a Gary Vaynerchuk fan, then I would have been like, well, you need to check him out. Because actually the guy's personality very much felt like he would be very into Gary V if he wasn't already. Mm-hmm. So then Gary V would have benefited from the fact that he was vocal about the fact that he's a Jets fan and he talks yeah. about the Jets a lot because mm-hmm. whenever I see the Jets I think of Gary V. well guess what I bought myself a nice little Jets hat from New York did you really <laughs> Willie hat yeah dude <laughs> dude he's converted you exactly I've never seen the Jets I don't know anyone on the team I just like you know but what, you know that if you were going to support a team it'd yeah, probably be, it'd the, be Jets. the Jets so yeah. he's branded the Jets for me and I was uh-huh. like that's a cool hat I'm getting it uh-huh. yeah <laughs> cool man cool wicked uh, anything else to add before we wrap up not really I just think like don't overthink it. That's yeah. the one thing I think people do when, because yeah. everyone's been hearing a lot by, I don't know whether they're trying to like a careers person. Oh, create a personal brand. I think. But just, people don't know what that means. Yeah. Just don't do it in like a, a sleazy fake way. Yeah. Like build out who you are. I know people, you're always going to show the best side of yourself, but like, just take it over time. Like even us doing this podcast for a certain amount of years, people instantly know, okay, well, Gem and Wayne are interested in these things. Mm. So yeah, give it a go. It's worth it. And if people are starting to put clout in these digital platforms and the things you're sharing, then it's probably quite important to build out the kind of persona or hopefully the reality of who you are online. Agreed.
Lovely. Right. That is it for this episode. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Hit us up on Twitter at PN underscore podcast and or leave us a nice review on the old iTunes. Five stars or more would be greatly appreciated if you did indeed indeed enjoy the show. Me and Wayne want to say a quick notice as well. Obviously, oh, yeah. Christmas is coming up very soon. We're not 100% we're going to be able to put any content over Christmas and New Year yeah. because we have had a mad year this year, both of us, and a very stretch of time. Every time we get these podcasts Not only are we stretched for time, but I, I, I must say, I think we deserve some time off. Yeah, to be honest, we've been <laughs> consistent. And to say we do this podcast around everything else we do, even when we do it like mm. we're recording this today, it's so hard for us to just carve like, out that little bit of time. Like, <laughs> I'm going to... Oh, maybe we should have done a year in review for this episode. But if you were to go back and listen to our year in review episode from last year, yeah, I remember... I think us both saying that this year was going to be fucking full on. Yeah. And my God, has it been fucking full on. But you will you will definitely get the year review. Probably, it might be early Jan, but we will yeah. definitely, we enjoy doing that. It's that, a nice I way to I think that should be of, our first episode back. Yeah. Definitely. For shizzle. So if you don't hear from us, have a great Christmas. Mm-hmm. Have a great new year. Yes. Thank you for sticking around if you've been around for the whole year. Yeah. Much love. And uh, we will see you soon, I guess. Uh, no, the line is, we will catch you next time. We will catch you next time. See you later. (laughs) That'll do.